Thank you so much for tuning in to Defining Moments Podcast. Get on social media. Find us on Instagram at Defining Moments Podcast. On Twitter at Def Moments Pod. That's at D-E-F Moments Pod. We're on all sorts of podcasting platforms from Google to iTunes to iHeartRadio to Spotify. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Like it. Subscribe to it. We're also on YouTube so you can see the video edition. Search Defining Moments Podcast. Like it. Subscribe to it if you believe in it. And no matter what, show some appreciation today, every day, because someone is always rooting you on. But yeah, just whenever you're ready, I'm ready. You're doing the thing. I'm not. Okay. I'll do a clap. One, two, three. Welcome back to Defining Moments Podcast. My name is Wong Lam, and today's very special guest is the auctioneer of J.K. Parker Auction Services, and he's a rancher and owner of Parker Cattle and Land Company. Boom! Jeff Parker, welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. So, I don't know if you remember how we reached out to you on Twitter, but you talked to thousands of people, we have thousands of tweets, but we'll talk about the details from our first conversation. It's just, hey, my name is Wong Lam, and I'm really interested in what you do. And we talked about farming and ranching and how I enjoy it. I enjoy the culture of it. And I was like, may I give you a call sometime? You're like, well, uh, my, my number's on the website. I was like, okay. So search your website. And we had a great conversation. I'm glad you did. One detail that we got, or I got out of it, was that you like Mexican beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're an auctioneer. Yes, sir. How does, how does an auction start? Like, so if I have a bag of something, okay. of some things, and I want to start, let's say, I, I say it's worth 50 bucks, or I want to start the bid at $50, how would, I, how would you go about? So if I'm selling that one item for you, and you want at least $50 out of it. Yes, sir. I'll start at five, ten dollars work up to the 50 and keep on going you start low you bring it on up okay so let's just say most I most time we'll fly right on by your well here's a little something uh-oh from us oh you can't show this to the public you oh yeah we can show anything to the public corona <laughs> dos equis the dos equis all right dos yes. equis oh yes okay <laughs> The snack size. I guess I'm supposed to look at the camera every now and then, ain't I? Thank you. You're welcome. So I do pay attention to the details. I remember the conversations. Even though you don't drink alcohol. Even though I don't drink alcohol. Smart man. Well, you know, we also have some stuff for you and the missus. Okay. Here's this for you. Oh! Are you supposed to unroll it? Look official? Yeah. I guess turn around the defining moments. Yes, sir. See, we'll keep it this way the rest of the thing so nobody can see my face. <laughs> now, let's see the face. All right. That's pretty. Yeah. Thanks, sir. Absolutely. One of those for you and one of those is for your wife, too. And this is one I'm really excited about. The A cat. one of one. The one of the one. color scheme. Herford color. Now you want to see something funny? Yeah. Me with a cap on. Now. 
two different. This is a signature. I like it. But I can put a cap on, shave my mustache. I can go rob a bank. Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> I know you don't I like to wear hats inside. I wear caps. Or, but yeah. Can you wear? Can you leave that on? Yes, I can. Do. Yeah. It's, it's, man. I was raised to take your hat off indoors. Yeah. Don't need my dad or granddad slap my head off. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. It looks good on. It's a good look. So how's your day been so far today? Dead run. Just had a sick cow and took her to the vet and got her worked on and then yeah. went and checked some more and come here. <laughs> What's a dead run mean? About as fast as you can drive here, there, yonder. Yeah. Just trying to be one, you know, too many places at one time so you just get there. Yeah. Not that I break the speed limit every now and then, yes. <laughs> Just every now and then. Yes. Yeah. I've actually had the chance to not only talk to you on the phone and then obviously have dinner with you and your wife, along with Marty and my wife, but I also had the chance to come out and just hang out and on your your ranch, your farm, and check out all your, your cattle. So what's special about their the Hereford? They're the most docile breed. They're gentle. But... In this cow market, people want what they call black baldy. So they take a Hereford bull, put them on a black cow, and get the white face. Okay. Oh, I don't want to say this. I'll just shut up right there before I go to anything political. But, okay. I mean, it's, well, it's not a political podcast, so you can talk about whatever you, what's on your mind. Well, it's people think Angus, certified Angus beef. Mm -hmm. That was a good marketing scheme years ago by the Angus Association. There's not a bit of difference between Angus and Hereford. But you can cross a Hereford with the Angus, you got the best cross for meat and all that. But people are going to do what they get pretty much. Oh, it's tough being nice. The marketing aspect, people fall into a lot of these marketing traps and that's what they got to have. That's the best of the best, but mm. yeah. not taking anything against Angus guys, but it's, yeah, that's how it all started. I mean, cause Hereford used to be the dominant breed. Now they're coming back strong. Well, we're excited because we, we have ordered Larry from you. <laughs> I just called him Larry being well, a joke. We're calling him Larry because that's his name now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dooner, Yesterday, you know, that's where it started. You know, yeah. <laughs> about Chuck. Yeah. And why named Chuck? Well, wasn't named Fred. He was just being a smart aleck. Yeah. Yeah. I just said Larry just to say Larry. Yeah. You name it what you want to. I don't care. There used to be a, I don't know if it's, I can't remember, it was a steakhouse, but it had like a big cow in front of it. And I want to say it was a sirloin steakhouse. You're right. But is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's still around. Yeah, there's sirloin off of 240 on the south side, I believe. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Because the only place, I, I mean, I, I want to say only place, but the, my favorite place is going to Cattleman's. Cattleman's. Cattleman's is my... It's a good steak. Yeah. yeah. Plus, we got to go there. Yeah, that's absolutely right. What are, what are maybe a couple or a few, if you like to elaborate, misconceptions of maybe the beef industry? As in, what do you, 
what are you trying to get at from misconceptions? There's oh. there's so many misconceptions that yeah. what we that we cruel to our animals and yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like I don't how do I put this and I'll be unfair. we're not cruel. Yeah, I, that's what God, I'm saying. I don't think we live with them. Right. We baby them. We take care of them. Right. People get mad. Well, don't want injections. Well, I'm sorry. You vaccinate your kids. Yeah. We vaccinate cattle. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. I mean, if you want 100% grass-fed beef, it's going to be the toughest beef you've had in a long time because it takes slower to grow. Mm-hmm. But we provide what our customers want. Yeah. Feed it the good way, you'll have good tender steaks. Right. Right. And that's what I was alluding to. Is I don't feel. I feel like. I'm not saying they're going to be that tough, but yeah. it's, it's not going to be yeah. up to my standards. I got you. What's your standard? Give you the best I can give you. That's true. If I can't provide it 100%, then why do it? Yeah. And that's pretty much every cattleman. Yeah. I think so, too. I, I, I feel like. <laughs> I'm connecting the internet. Is that my phone? <laughs> Trying no. to connect? No. I. I, I like that mentality because I feel like that's the way it should be with just people. If you you need to give 110 percent, and right. you can't give your best product, you can't give your best effort, then literally don't give it all. Don't don't half fast it. Right. To, to, right. Sorry, sorry. I mean, there's better producers than me out there, yeah. and I'm better than some. I mean, it's just I try to provide quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm more what to call seed stock producer selling replacement animals to go into somebody else's herd. Oh, I got you. I'm not geared to get into the uh, feed yard and then to the processor. Mm-hmm. They're all going to get butchered in the end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether it's an old cow or she'll be ground up in the hamburger or if you have problems. But. It's a life cycle. You're going to live and you're going to die. Yeah, I agree. That's been my whole thing. So get mad, people. I don't care. It's it's the truth. It is the truth. We're dying every day. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's the hold card, hold truth. Yes. That's that's all there's to the, the circle of it. Either you're a hunter or a gatherer. That's it. Yeah. Hunt or be hunted. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. What's a mindset like? What's your mindset like in the in the country versus someone who's in the city like myself. You can take me, for example. Well, yes, you're a second minute supporter. But, you know, you know how to handle a weapon. You, yeah. you showed me that. Yeah. But you don't have somebody to have your back. You got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw where we're at at the ranch. You call the police, it's going to be 30 minutes, an hour, two hours to get there. Well, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. If you can't handle it, then you can't just run to the grocery store. It's just not right around the corner. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I mean, you can put me 100 miles from nobody and I'd be happy. Yeah. And you got to get that mindset because you're there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mindset, your day is different every day. Uh, yes, I start with a plan. Yeah. But it's always subject to change, just like this morning. Right. 
I knew it was going to happen, but I tried to schedule it for later this afternoon with that cow, but that didn't happen. Needed it in this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So when when you wake up, you have, what's your mindset as far as if things were to go in Parker's way? What would your day Nothing look like? Nothing ever goes Parker's way. <laughs> I get up, get me a cup of coffee. I go out and turn the dogs loose, feed what animals around the house, check waters, come back in, get my second cup, look at Twitter then, and then, okay. That's, you know, I got a plan, but it don't happen. I mean, yeah. it, it may start good, but yeah. I never have enough hours in the day. Something always needs to be done. Mm-hmm. What got you into cattle? My dad and granddad started back before I was born. Mm-hmm. So that's where the P5 slash comes in. There was five of the Parker grandkids, and that was for our college fund. And I didn't go to college, so and I'm the only one still in the cow business. So that's how it started. So you're one of five mm-hmm. of grandkids. Of grandkids are still in the cow business. Now I'm the only one left. Why is it? Well, granddad always says once you got cow shit on your boots, you'll always have cow shit on your boots. So excuse my language, but it's oh, that's fine. Or cow manure. Let's rephrase that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm used to a mic. <laughs> cow manure. That sounds like something I can go buy at Home Depot. Cow shit's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's green. It's fresh. It's new. <laughs> it's not your store-bought, dried, burnt up, all the nutrients gone. Exactly. Because most time they run them things through a heater to kill any wheat seeds in there. So mm-hmm. you won't be getting it in your little gardens. Or <laughs> Well, I'm serious. You don't, right? There's a whole world out there that most people don't see. Mm-hmm. You yeah. take fresh manure, you put there's grass seeds, there's grain seeds, there's that's how everything gets cross contaminated. Yeah, just like I was telling you about the blackberries. A yeah. bird eat it and drop a seed. Okay, now a new blackberry shows up, or yeah, a deer or a cow or. That's true because on those blackberries, you had a whole bunch of them onto the west side of the your pond, and then when you got closer to the east side, you had just one or two scattered. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the bird seed, and, right? Yeah, which I'll go up there and spray them, kill them off again. Yeah, just a never-ending fight. But there again, you're dealing with rain. If it's too wet, you can't get out there to spray. Mm-hmm. Then. If it's going to rain, you don't dare spray because then it washes the chemical off. Every chemical's got, that's where Joe uses that. Get Joe's cap. Yeah, let's get Joe's cap. Here we go. Joe sent me a cap, so. I like it. You got one of the extras. Now I have one, and I'll wear it proudly. Yes, I like caps. I wear them welding and stuff like that, or if the wind's blowing. My hat stays on until about 55, 60 mile an hour winds, then get tired of having it cranked down all day. It's uh, 55, 6 mile hour wind, pretty strong. Yeah, but you'd already lost a cap if you had it on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not being mean, but... That's true. That's true. But that's what these things are designed for. That's my wind gauge. I don't know if you noticed that day you went out, whichever way the wind blew, my head was kicked a little that direction. Yeah. How long have you been on Twitter? Officially, about two years. Because you're 
Let's see. I used to I think it shows a 2016, but okay. my daughter started account so I could like her husband's page. And I never did do anything what for two or three years and then yeah. I got to following her stalking people, you know. And then they finally drug me into the conversation because they said something I didn't agree with and that just started from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what well, you're I feel like your Twitter game is rather strong and rather I don't know what I don't it's not a game. Well, your comments or your tweets, they they are rather raw and authentic. It's what you feel. Do you get pushback from just it is just from people on Twitter? No, generally nobody I mean, yeah, I'll lock horns with somebody from time to time, but generally it's all in good fun. Yeah. Cause if I call you out, I call you out because I'm a firm believer in what I think. That's that's true. I'm not out here to win friends or influence people. Right. I'm glad. No, but, I'm not an influencer. I mean, yes, I'm in the business, auction business, cow business, mm-hmm. but I'm just not out to start a fight. But right. How do you deal with negativity? Let's say social media first. I don't worry about it. I mean, I'm negative. I plan every day. You know, plan for the worst. And if it don't happen, it's all good. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm a negative person because I'm ready for the not the right stuff. Yeah. You you ever get people on Twitter being negative towards you? Oh, I have a couple, but yeah. I can name names. Just yeah. like what got you got into the other day. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's true. But that's where I'll step up and not trying to be the the savior, but I, I don't mind going toe to toe with them people because you you don't deserve to be harassed or belittled or yeah. No, I appreciate that, and that takes that translate to actual real life too. Because when we had dinner at Cattleman's, and I drove off, and there's that. Um, Go ahead and call it what it is. Was it what they call? Was it like a homeless guy? Yeah, homeless guy homeless or a bum? Guy. Bum. I call him yeah. a bum. The bum was trying to ask for money. Yeah, something. between that's what my wife and your wife. Yeah, yeah. So see, shame on you for not waiting till your wife drove off. Hundred percent right. You're expendable. She's not. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I mean. Your partners. That's right. You take care of your partners back. I'm not. I've seen her workout videos, so she could kick your butt too. So I mean, maybe you did the smart move. Maybe she's the the protector of the family. I don't know. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> See, don't go. Don't take me down a rabbit hole. No, no this is good. This is good. Well, because Margie called me on the way home from that night, and she was, had this absolute respect for you standing up and what you did. So. Well, I felt bad afterwards because that was the first time I met her and she didn't need to see me flop up like a banny rooster. <laughs> well, I brought that up because I, that's the truth. I mean, you, you, what you said you take up for people, that's exactly what you do in real life. And so I well, There's my wife and your wife there. Yeah. You just soon have somebody step up instead of everybody, like nowadays they turn their stupid back or let's get my cell phone out and videotape this stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean. It's true. I, I don't understand that either. Like people, there's a fight. And instead of trying to break it up, 
And they stand back with a video camera. Yeah, their cell phone, and they're recording it. And they're for likes or retweets. I don't know what it's for. Maybe it's because they don't know what to do. I, well, generally, by the time something's going on, I don't think about grabbing a phone. No. I mean, no. that's the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. Well, it's it's like when you see people, I don't know how they, well, I do, they they video each other doing great things, great deeds. Oh, I'm giving a pair of sandals to someone. Like, well, it should be pretty authentic. So if it's authentic, there's no... Why stage it? Yeah. It's like this. This is stupid stage. (laughs) This is a stage because this is an actual conversation. Yeah, but you're recording it. and I can stop the recorder. (laughs) (laughs) You'll probably get more out of me then, too. I can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel for the... Is that a phone or... No, that's someone we... Oh. that's a problem with city folks. We live too close to each other, and well, I just heard yeah. something, and yeah, I'm deaf anyway. So <laughs> you are? Well, pretty much. I've been around loud noises all my life, so the... <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. We're males. Yeah, we have selective hearing at times, but yeah. <laughs> we hear what we want sometimes. Well, if you turn. The other way and talk, I can't hardly hear you. Okay. Well, this is good. I but a male's voice, I can I can hear that. But yeah. you get a female's voice, it's like, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Turn and face me. Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> what drives Jeff Parker every day? Jillian, a pickup or golf cart. <laughs> that's what I drive. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> I'm me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Honest, I can't answer that. I get up every day, start every day new, and let's go. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't know. You, you asked a question, I ain't answered it yet. I don't know how to answer it. Yeah. How do you start every day? That's a good question. I try to prep the night before, hoping for the best. Oh, but prep. <laughs> a prepper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I am probably too structured. I, I try to really prep for the day, and and sometimes sometimes it doesn't work out. And honestly, my own personality, I get frustrated because I'm like, man, why? Because you can't control it. Because I can't control it. That's good. And so I, you hear all these, and you read these books and watch these shows and everyone, all these people have thousands of different ways of of starting their day and this is how you're supposed to do it. Well, I think each person has their own way and they get through it regardless. Then what drives you? That's a great question. What drives me is... And I'm taking over your show here. No, you see I, that? I love it. This is, this is awesome. This is awesome. You're going to lose control. What drives me, honestly, is, is Margie to do my best to provide for her and sometimes the days as you're kind of just prepping thinking about man what lies ahead does kind of suck but i feel like that's okay i my parents also drive me to to do my very best because i do represent them right whether i am at their house or in my own house it doesn't matter right Lamb still represents his family, his mom and dad, his, his wife, Marty. And honestly, 
you know, we're friends now. I, I represent you to a certain extent. Do you? Yes, because I I don't want to be out in public and just act a fool. It's like, hey, that guy knows. You know, he hangs out with Jeff. It don't matter. Act a fool. I'm an idiot. Well, but I... I don't worry what yeah. people think. I know. If, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't have to think, oh, let's see. Should I or should I not do this? Yeah. Well, if you have to think about it, then... But if you have to think about it, you're already in trouble. You shouldn't have done it to start with. Exactly. So it's the spur of the moment. That's me. Let's go. That's what drives me. My wife, my family, my friends. So if we move one little piece out of the puzzle, that drives you nuts, huh? A little bit. A little bit. But I can pivot. But why? Why does that drive you nuts? Because I'm not in control at that point. And I used to be really bad at it, but I've gotten a lot better. But you're married, so she's got more control than you think. You're right. She does. She opts us. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a great What was it, yin and yang or yeah. whatever? Yeah, I, I don't understand the whole yin yang thing, but... I tried to find you some fried lice today. <laughs> fried lice. Yes. I'm serious. I looked. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna bring some. Yeah. Just a joke. I mean, that's that's all you gotta do. You gotta laugh. If you can't yeah. laugh at yourself, then why do it? That's true. That's true. And why put on a fake front? I agree, a hundred percent. And you, know, you, a few weeks ago, you pulled up into the driveway, and you, you stayed here for about four and a half hours. And it was just a great conversation. You you weren't hesitant about coming on to the podcast. You were just making sure that you didn't hurt my... I'm worried about your image. Yeah. I mean, I've got my brand. I mean, and you're starting on yours. Right. So that's where you got to choose your enemies wisely. Does that make sense? Choose my enemies wisely. Mm -hmm. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Right. Because the enemies will hurt you. Yeah. So you got to, I mean, it's, I'm more worried about you being a animal rights activist and, Mm. well, no, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. One bad thing in the press, it, it hurts our industry. Right. That's one of the first questions you oh, yeah. I mean, straight up asked me. I didn't know you from Adam Saw Fox. Yeah. You probably never heard that. I've never heard of that. You learn all kinds of we're gonna teach you how to talk. This is great. But I mean, I didn't know you. Right. Yeah, I talked to you on the phone, met with you, but I still don't trust you hundred percent. That's all right. You see that way? That's I, I saw the wing. Okay. <laughs> And I'll pull your leg too, but no, I just, you've seen videos where people are mistreating animals and you're not going to get that. Right. Or if we do do something, we're doing it for a reason. It's not. Yeah. Just like sorting whips and stuff like that. It's, it's just to help move the cattle. We're not hurting them. Right. Yeah. Trust me. You saw them cows. They, you didn't even have to have a whip when you're... No, out in the pasture, but yeah. when you're trying to move them oh. down the alleyways or load them, yeah, it's, you got to 
prod them along a little. But yeah. It's just a different life. It is. But it's, it's nothing bad or disrespectful. I mean, we we consume the the, the beef. And so yeah. we want to know that we can trust the source of where it's coming from. Yeah. You, and, you somewhat seen the operation. You know where it's at. You know where it's coming from. Absolutely. You saw Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I did see Larry. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, no, that's what I said. You know, if you don't like that one, we put something else. I don't care. No, Larry's, Larry's good. Larry's good. It's a Hereford Angus Cross. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get the cattle to respond when I went out there with you at two different parts, your ranch and then by your house, you own them. But how did you get them to come to you? Your, you your show voice? up for food. Well, don't you? If your wife hollered dinner's ready, you come running. Yeah. That's me with cows. They know when it's feeding time, when I holler, or it's just training. Yeah. Your bucket broke, you just don't know it. Oh, what? Bucket broke. What's bucket broke? Like mean? feed bucket. Oh, oh. <laughs> when your wife hollers or oh, okay. rattles dishes, you hear that pan rattling. You know, chow times, you don't have to be told. Right. And if they have to tell you twice, you deserve to miss a meal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's just nature. Yeah. They know, associate me with feed. Yeah. So. Did you ever have days i guess or even weeks where you just didn't want to do this anymore every day every day <laughs> wow <laughs> you're so good at it though well there's something always tearing up i mean it's just like anything mm -hmm. you got tear ups and you think well i could be sitting on a beach someplace instead of spending this money for whatever yeah just kick back relax but I can't relax. Why is that? I just sit on the front porch and drink beer all day. That's what I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, you tell me that, but you don't do that. No. But, no, look at the money we spend on feed or pickups or that money could go to vacations. We don't go on vacations. Yeah. We don't go golfing every day or every weekend. or well, Now, some guys do. But, what? <laughs> I'm you're, serious. Huh? No, you're like, well, some guys do. Well, they do. Yeah, for sure. I mean. I don't, but yeah. I know some ranchers stuff, they'll go golfing during the week or, and that's fine. Yeah. You need to get away from it. Right. But. You can't get away from it. I, I can get away for a little bit. Yeah. But, but if I'm away, I'm always, okay, this, wherever I go, that's something else I'm thinking, but still got to get this done. Yeah. You can't let that bother you. Fix it when you can. When was the last time you took a vacation? Away for a week. I guess. What was it? Eight, ten years ago. Went to Cosmel for a week. Went down there and went scuba diving. So never dove the ocean. So why not do it in the Gulf? Well, I said go dive the ocean so you can see. So yeah. went down there with a bunch of people from Oklahoma here and went down there and did the herd diving. 
where everybody's in a big group, ball falls off the boat, we're all going this direction. How That's was not it? fun. It was it? No, no, I just seemed to be out doing my own thing. I was taught to work underwater and all that, but not. But really, just take a vacation? No. Well, I called the state fair, Oklahoma State Fair and Tulsa State Fair, my vacation, even though it's working. Mm -hmm. That's where granddaughter, you know, showing her cattle. Yeah. But that's where I'm sitting there all day at the fair, and I get to visit with people that go by. So, educate like, them. Well, yeah, I try to. If they ask questions, I'll answer any question. You're involved in uh, the Future Farmers of America. I knew that question was coming. Yeah. Well, well, no. Someone asked on Twitter, but that's a good question, and that's something I'm interested in. I think it's we had a, a little bit of a conversation on the way out to your ranch about. The uh, FFA, FFA kids. Do you know what FFA stands for? Do you <laughs> yes, remember? Yes. Or did you look it up? No, I, I've known that for a long time. Okay. Even when I was in high school. Okay. So I've had a few friends that showed, like I told you, they showed, one of my friend Daniel Roberts showed pigs and he would show up to soccer practice in high school because his jeans were covered in mud and he's like, people are like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, she's showing a pig. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's cool. Right. Yeah. And he lived on a farm. That's one of the guys I actually hung out with uh, my parents loved it when I hung out there with them sure. because it's waking up super early doing feed and it's just not feeding it's like everything around right. the whole entire there's something going on all the time yeah yeah so yeah. your involvement with the FFA yeah I've been involved with them yeah what drives you to do that oh well, that's future generation for agriculture kids coming where they don't have to be Farming don't have to be cattle. They can be involved with feed cells or seed cells or mm -hmm. scientists like Joe. Yeah. With the, I mean, there's so much involved in agriculture, especially with the technology nowadays, with the computers. And but the ag kid, they'll get a job because they know how to work. Mm -hmm. Unlike some of these lazy little soccer kids and. Well, go ahead. You're a soccer guy, but I'm just saying, you know, yeah, yeah. some of these kids, all they know how to do is play Xbox or... I'm trying not to go down a rabbit hole here. No, I... But a lot of these kids don't have the drive. And the parents aren't making them have the drive. Mm-hmm. Bunch of spoiled rotten little brats running around. You see it in these restaurants or stores. You're going to have to edit a lot of this stuff out. Why? This is good. <laughs> this is true, though. Well, it is, but you got little hellions running around the store. Yeah. Just screaming, hollering, tearing up stuff. Yeah. Everybody wants to give their kids better than what they had it. But by God, you got to earn it. That's... Just don't give it to them. That's such a great tidbit. What you said is, I, I want to give my kids more than what I had. And then yet they're just giving it. And so to your point, earning it, mm -hmm. whether it's trust, respect, anything, you've got to earn that type of. Right. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And so you would take a, a soccer player. Well, I'll just use that. I mean, well, I'm going to use it. Okay. I'm going to use it uh, versus a FFA kid. 
and let's just say Daniel because that's mom. I mean, they're, they're I shouldn't have said soccer kids because they're athletes. I mean, yeah. they train for what they do. Ag kids train for what they do. Sure, sure. But if it rains, soccer games canceled. Yeah, I mean, it, if it rains, <laughs> you still got chores to do. Yeah. If it's cold, you still got chores to do. Yeah. If it's snowing, you're not going to be out there playing soccer unless you're professional or. True. That's that's it. That's it right there. You got animals to take care of morning and night. Right. Yes, you may train. Like I said, I'm not trying to. Well, no. I'm I, not, I don't cuss any man's operation. No. Honest, I don't. I know. Well, I, I, I just take it from me knowing some of my friends and they get their kids a dog, for instance. Because like, the kid wants a dog. But you're not taking care of the dog. The, the kid's not taking care of the dog. And then the parent has to take care of the dog. Mm -hmm. And the parent's got to work. And the kid doesn't understand that because the kid's not taught that, hey, my mom and dad have to work eight or nine hours a day. And while they're at work, what can you do to help? Oh, my daddy used to line me out. <laughs> Just what you're going to get done today. Because mm -hmm. he, if he's gone working for the railroad and stuff, he'd, he'd give me a week's worth of work to do in one day. You better have it done. Or else. <laughs> well, that sounds bad, or else he wouldn't kill me or anything like that. But Right, right. But that, his old saying, he's taught me to work because if I starve to death, it's my fault. If he hadn't taught me to work and starve to death, it had been his fault. Mm -hmm. So, so I learned how to do just about everything. Had some good educators, him and my granddad. Yeah. They forgot more than I'll ever know. Yeah. And that's the old generation, the old school. Yeah. That's interesting. My, uh, my father is 70, so I, I, the generation that he grew up in, uh, from Vietnam to here, is about uh, hard work and learning and teaching and not just giving it to my brother and I. Right. I and I remember that we didn't have money growing up, a lot of money, so we didn't have enough money to even buy an electric weed eater to trim around the brick. So they would buy us pruners. Yeah. And we would prune around the brick. Yes, what's wrong with that? No. You had nothing but time. That, yeah, and we picked weeds yeah. from our yard. Uh, we laid our own sod. I mean, there's all stuff that. My mom, years ago, when she met my grandmother for the first time, she asked my grandmother, you know, if she needed some help. My grandmother's response was, yeah, I'll just look around. <laughs> there's, there's something to do someplace. Just do it. Mm. Just look around. There's something to do. That's so true. And I've always told my kids, you know, if you can't find something to do, I'll give you something to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think, uh, well, the FFA I don't think. Kids. No, well, the FFA kids, though, I feel like it's a different, just a different mentality to certain extent. Well, they learn public speaking and, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much stuff. It's just, if you're into horticulture, I mean... It's yeah. you don't have to be animals. There's auto mechanic or not auto mechanics. Uh, what do they call it? You know, for the shop built stuff like your 
Trump flag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ag mechanics, what yeah. they call it. Yeah. But teach them how to cut, weld. I mean, you don't have to just do animals. It's yeah. just a big teaching today how to survive with next to nothing. What the FFA, to me, is huh. teaching these kids. Yeah. And the kids that are in ag, they want to be in ag. Yeah. It, it's easy. You know, it's not a hard class. Yeah, you know, they got book work to do, you know, not all the time, but a lot of kids take eggs just because it's an easy street, but it's not. They give them something to do. Yeah. But you look forward to going to that class instead of, oh, God, I got to go to English. I got to go to math. I got to. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Right. Yeah, that's true. And we love that Trump uh, flag. Flag. Yeah. You actually put it up. It went for an auction. Auction. Yeah. A blue one. Yes. And we, it sold and we wanted one. And so you're like, hey, I know a guy. Yes. And there's, there's times that Parker, I think you are that guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew the ag teacher. He's the one built it. Yeah. That's why I said I know a guy. Yeah. Did you ever give him the check yet? No, it's still <laughs> <laughs> with this who knew flu stuff hit. I've called him. He's been out of town tracking pigs down for FFA kids. Yeah. Or, I mean, act teachers just don't sit idle. I mean, they got to teach class all day long. Plus, then they got to take care of the help take care of their kids' animals too. Even with the kids out of yes. school because of the who knew flu. Yes, it don't yeah. stop. Right. Yeah. So, do you deliver cattle, or do people come and pick up? Yeah, I just pick them up, put them on my shoulder, and carry them where you need to go. <laughs> Do you transport them? Yes, yeah, I transport them. Trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been trying to be too serious. You'll never get a straight answer out of me when I want to. I mean, well, I mean, it's true. I mean, if I put the video out there, or if Marty put the video out there on Twitter, and that's what you see, then. That's what it is. Yeah, it's open for. You put you anything know. out there, it's open for. Yeah, absolutely. If you can't handle it, don't put it out there. That's 110% correct. Yeah, if I can't handle it, I'm not going to put it out. So, what's your thought on these ag people since you're getting sucked into the tangled web? Yeah, I really enjoy the ag. <laughs> no, I really do. And, Marty. We'll attest that too. It's it's raw, and I feel like you get educated. And if you don't, let's say, and it's not about having thick skin or thin skin, but if you don't read into it, like just for what it's worth, and you start to get butt hurt about it, then I think that's on you as me. If I start to get butt hurt on a question I asked and you answered it. I didn't have it, didn't know the answer, but you answered it and I took it the wrong way. Well, that's on me. Right. Because if you ask these guys a question or girls, they're going to tell yeah, you that. that. That's exactly right. And if somebody don't agree with the answer they give you, they're going to yeah. chime in and yeah. get a side argument going. Yeah. Another thing that I really appreciate about the the ad community is, man, is the, the girls are doing what the guys are doing yes, with the their kids yeah. are operating yeah big equipment there's no 
was it gender equality or whatever it's uh, called? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. There's onion farms, ranches. Everybody's the same. Yeah, but the ladies get mad on this, but you still have to respect them as a lady. For I mean, sure. that should never go away. Right. Unfortunately, and I know a lot of these ladies will outwork the men. Yeah, well, they'll put them to shame, but yeah, you still have to. Trust me, if your wife is there when I'm working cattle, first time I ever took my wife to work cattle, I apologized before we even got there. I said, oh, whatever I say or do during the day, just totally disregard. I mean, because I'm going to hurt your feelings somehow. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just tempers flare. It's still going to happen. Yeah. And that, that's respectful and that's fair too. You're giving. Just like a coach, like you played soccer. Yeah. Coach getting on to you for doing something stupid. Mm -hmm. And you thought you did it right. It's. You've had children before, haven't you? I'm sorry? You've had cheating. Oh. From a coach. From a coach? Mm -hmm. From my mom? From my dad? From teachers? Yes. From my parents, friends, every once in a while? Especially yeah. the one, uh, Daniel Roberts, on the farm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's basically how it is. Oh. Working. I mean, it sounds like I'm a hard ass, but when you're working cattle, they're, they got the mind of their own. Mm-hmm. You got to know how to work them, kinder, gentler. You know, it's called low stress handling. Low stress. And they work better to the left than they do to the right. Interesting. Why is that? They work better to the left. Yes. You try to move cattle to the right, there it goes against the grain. Huh. Like if you're trying to get them through a gate, if you work them. To the left, or it works. Huh. Low stress handling. Like. Look at these. You don't know feed yards or stuff like yeah. that. Everything's set up. Loading shoots everything. So they're always going to the left. And they're herd animals, so they're thinking they're going to turn around and come right back to where they come from. I'm trying to think of. How yours is set, and I think it is everything so left. That tub I showed you. Yeah, that's the alley, yeah. Take them down that alleyway. They turn around to the left. They're coming right back. Yeah. The same way they come from, straight yeah. in the squeeze chute. Now they have bud boxes, which that's a, out of your wheelhouse. That's an easy way to handle cattle by yourself. It's okay. called a bud box. Bud box. What's that? It's just how the gates swing, and then they go down a little alleyway. <laughs> To the left, so it's called a bud box. You'll have to do research. Okay. How many but, do you handle going into the gate? I mean, it's one at a time, but do they just have a holding area? Well, yeah, you bring them in in stages. Yes, okay. You, you don't want to bring. You want okay. You don't want to open up a buffet to a hundred fat girls all at once. Do you? No. Let them in in the stages. Yeah. 
Yeah. When I say fat girls, I'm talking cattle, not. I know exactly what you meant. Because that's what you. I've heard that phrase before yeah. when I was out there with you. Yeah. Well, they're girls. They're right. The cows are your factories. Yeah. That's why we take care of our factories. Everybody's got to have a factory, whether they make your shoes or they come from the factory. And that's where your beef comes from. The cow. Yeah. So why, why hurt a factory? It's just, that's simpler I can get it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. A little stress, for sure. And you saw out there counting them, it was very low stress. Yeah. Walking through them, looking at them. They're more worried about you than they were me. They were, you're right. They're checking me out like, who's this dude? Well, yeah, out there in shorts and boots. Boots. <laughs> Pink shirt. Yep. I ain't never seen nothing like that in your life. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cows are athletic, too, by the way. Are they? When I was. Because I have some video footage of them running out to you when you're calling them. Yeah. And they're jumping over the little bushes. Yes. Out of the woodwork. Out of the shadows, if you will. You go try to work them things out in the pasture. Try to catch one of them little calves running. You saw you saw some calves running, didn't you? Mm -hmm. They're fast. They are fast. And you're not fast enough. No. No. That's where the horses come into play, if need be. And you do have a horse. Yeah, that's where the feed bucket comes in. I'm lazy. I'm old. I'm fat. The bucket broke. I holler, they come running. I'm serious. Kinder, gentler, easier way. Yeah. Too old to play cowboy anymore. How did you do it back in the day then? With a horse? Oh, yeah. I mean, we had some feed buckets, but it's just mainly horseback. So when you got a horse, would you just go and herd them and round them up? Just like counting, you know, okay. like what we did. We went and counted, yeah, making sure what's there. That's what they call prowling pastures. You get on a horse and go right out of the pasture and mm -hmm. get in head count. Just like old Poke, he rides feedlots. He, he's a pen rider. He goes out and checks the cattle count. Something when they're sick, he pulls them out to get them doctored. Mm -hmm. And he does that every day, seven days a week. Wow. So. Do all the, like, poke and dooner, they have their own? Not dooner. He's okay. he not, well, he raises, I think, a pig every now and then, but he's just a friend. Okay. But, oh, you mean, like, peanut goes accounts. Yeah. We're always counting. Okay. But, uh, well, it may be a week, like now, during the summer, coming on. I don't have to go check them every day. I will. Mm -hmm. If I haven't seen them in a week, I'm going to go check. But generally, every other day, I'm getting head count someplace. Yeah. 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 I, there is so much involved, you just don't realize it. Yeah. I mean, you got to be an accountant. A financial planner. You know, we get a paycheck once a year if we're lucky. We don't get a monthly or weekly paycheck. Mm -hmm. You never thought of that, did you? Uh, no. I, well, I was wondering if you got paid 
every time you sold when we sell but if yeah. you don't like the market or you're holding on to these till they get bigger mm. yeah because you don't get paid so it might be a year out yes kind of like larry yes yeah most people don't realize that it's just yeah there's a lot of things that i think a lot of let's see how to put this just we we take for granted people like myself yeah take for granted uh you get up you go to work yeah you get your paycheck for sure we get up we go to work we get our paycheck too it's just a lot longer to get the paycheck yeah so that's where you have to plan for a year mm-hmm. or you know because I mean, basically it takes nine months for pregnancy then six months to wean them so you're looking at 15 months mm-hmm. right there yeah so that's 15 months before you can get a paycheck yeah to top of a little calf and if you said, well, people want them a year and a half old so they can breed them. So you're three years into it before you get a paycheck mm-hmm. off of one calf. So you think it, well, for me, I would have to probably start off in the, in the red before I can get to the black, obviously, because I would have to invest in, first of all, buying acreage. Yeah, you have a. Right, and, and feed. But before you get into any agriculture, uh-huh. you want your infrastructure built. A lot of people buy acreage. Okay, yeah, it's fenced in. I'll put some cattle out there. Well, you don't have any pens. You don't have a squeeze chute. You don't have. You don't have a pickup. You don't have trailer. That's where I'm saying your infrastructure. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> Just thinking about the the question about what I think about the ag Twitter, the, the community. <laughs> and if it wasn't for you, honestly, I, it, I don't know if we would be... Cause I feel like the circle, I mean, you might have a whole bunch of ag handles, people, but the, it's, I feel like it's a close-knit community still. It is. How did you stumble onto Ag Twitter? So I was talking to Marg. I said, like, "Hey, we so when we bought a cow last year, I was like, who? Where's this cow coming from?'" And we we bought from a friend uh, that knows someone. And I was like, "No, we need to we need to know someone. We need to know like who." We need a contact to find out where this a cow can, where we're going to get it from, and who can we support. And so, when I first stumbled across yours, it, I thought it was just an auction, like you were just an auctioneer. Was it the website or Twitter? The website. And then, then I searched the Twitter for that account, and it then your account your handle showed up right even though it's transposed cattle, yeah. what park or cattle park or what, yeah. i don't know yeah and then so i was like oh hey and that's when i started contacting you and you thought i was with the uh, uh 
you were wondering if I was an animal rights activist. Yes, because you reached yeah. out to me, and that's right. just that's strange. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm serious. It's. Nah, I understand. I get it. Because. It's just different. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't mind you asking me a question. Right. In live or on Twitter, but. Yeah. It was just how you were going. I'm like, okay, this is just totally out of the ordinary. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it was different. And so when you're asking this question on the phone, I was like, yeah. And I was just being as honest and transparent because I wanted to build a certain... Yeah, you're trying to build a rapport, too. Yeah. I don't want you to think I was just some... No, you're just a stalker. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I was just trolling you. Yeah. But yeah, I I love it. And I, I feel like the ag Twitter, very friendly. And you're just, very wrong. you're just on the tip of the iceberg. You don't know how broad this stuff is. Yeah. You follow Shock Farmer or anything like that? or Doesn't he have a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Rob Sharkey. Yeah. And you follow Jared McDaniel, too. and He's another podcaster. No, I'm talking about but the, the sharp one. Yes. Right. Then you got the dry line farmer out of Amarillo. And, I mean, there's Ron Hayes. You follow him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a voice of ag for the radio for Oklahoma. I don't know if you knew that or I not. did not know that. Yeah. Wow. And you also sit on the uh, Oklahoma Cattlemen's Association, too. Yeah. You're part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma Cattlemen Association, the Hereford Association, the Oklahoma Hereford Association. And we're going to do an experiment here for you. What's the experiment? What's this? I'm going to show you. I can do this. <laughs> we can air this, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's this? You think I'm crazy? <laughs> a beer and a Reese's peanut butter cup? Yes. Ooh. There's nothing wrong with it. No? This, I've never had that combo. No, people, I'm not an alcoholic. Oh, you can enjoy a beer or two. Everybody knows I love my Reese's. <laughs> I love it. What? That's true. I need, I need to get my phone. Now y'all are the one with all the followers with the exercising and the... But that's real too. You know, the, the, the exercising, the enthusiasm that I have, it's, it's, it's real. What's this freedom kick? Yep. That's a great question. Man. I'm gonna, <laughs> and I'll keep this on air is from the time we started going through this lockdown mm -hmm. or i can't remember what the terminology they used shelter in place. shelter in place or whatever yeah the first couple first week and a half i was like 
I let the fear creep in a little and it kind of started paralyzing my day-to-day activity like just and I'll I'm not talking about the work but just like why why am I feeling paralyzed and is it getting to me right and I was like no this I cannot let this fear take my freedoms of walking outside away getting outside going on a drive go just doing things do, do I understand the medical side no but at the same time you hear this side and this side. I'm not talking about uh, Democrats or Republicans I'm just talking about you hear these doctors say this and these this doctors say this. mask no mask stay um, inside don't stay inside all the clin- conflicting reports yeah so at the end of the day I had to make that judgment, like, what am I going to do? And how am I going to go about it? Common sense, respect. If, if someone in my workspace wants me to wear a mask or my job requires it because if we're in open space, okay, I'll abide by it. But if I'm in my own house or if I'm outside taking a walk. You're out in fresh air with them trees. Right. They're producing oxygen for you. Yeah. And so we live in the greatest country in the world. And why why are we just letting fear dictate yourself? Bingo. <laughs> and so I've been on the freedom kick for the last two months. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it because that's that's me. At first it's starting to creep in and I was like, I'm stronger than this. My mind is stronger than this because right. I know I'm dying every day. Just, That's the difference between a lot of city folk and country folk. Yeah. Is the fear factor. Yeah. Uh, we have storms coming. Okay. We know we're going to be without power maybe a week or two days or. Yeah. We're not panicked. Y'all will lose power. Everybody, oh, when's the power coming back on? Yeah. You don't know how to act. Well, I'm going to raise my hand. You do, but. Because I, OG and E, our, our electric went out a couple weeks ago. You saw that little Yeah, where video. they got the transformer yeah. in. And I was just back there visiting with them. And I had my, my Trump beanie on. <laughs> and the guys thought that was really cool. They're like, hey, uh, you're not afraid to wear that? I was like, why? We have freedom to wear what we want. Yeah, and they're working men, so they're, they're Trump supporters. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, sorry it's taking so long to get the... I was like, I was like, it doesn't matter. No. So why would it matter? It doesn't matter to us because you guys are here. I don't know how to fix it. You guys do, so we appreciate you just taking your time to do it. Yeah. And that's how... I they were doing their job. To, yeah. Because you're a customer and they take care of the customer's needs. Yeah. And we... And Parker, we had great conversations, just 35, 40 minutes while we're waiting for a little Johnny Five to get here with the, the ro- robot. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out, just chatting. I was like, hey, man... You guys want anything to drink? Yeah. Got water, but they're all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just people talking to people, logically, and but we have neighbors that were when's like Chris coming? Yeah, all okay. like, Dude, hold on, man, just calm down. Y'all could put me in an office. There's no way I'd work in an office. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't see Parker in a in an office. I yeah. No. 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 Well, how long have I been, been inside right now? About two hours? Yeah. Yeah. That's unusual. That's true. That's true. 
I'm glad you decided to come on and chat. I think it's great, and I definitely appreciate it. Well, you're quite welcome. It's not going to. I'm not worried about the following, and I, I appreciate you worrying about the brand. And it's called the fighting moments. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> Can I leave that in? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Just me being a goober. What's a goober? A, a candy? An idiot. Oh. <laughs> we got to get you educated. Yeah. There's there's some stuff that things that I'd... I should have been quiet. Your wife's working. Ah, oh, she's. Just back there. She can't even hear it. Okay. I walk in there and I'm like, hey. And she didn't hear me. But, no. well, hopefully nobody can hear me. Not live. No, I'm just saying. Oh. The mic's not working. Did you test the mic beforehand? I sure did. <laughs> Before you came over. With my voice instead of yours? Mm-hmm. It, it's auto control, so I got... Oh, you got... Okay, you got so, idiot lights over there. <laughs> okay. If they start blinking, I know that the volume's too loud. Okay. Yeah. And I can kind of see that, but the only time that I didn't have my fail safe, I needed it the most when I was recording. Right. And the audio jacked up and it was, oh. Okay, you can wrap it up. You were trying to wrap it up. Huh? You were wrapping up your video. I was? I could tell. Thank you for having it, you know, being on and. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know how long all this takes. You... No. Well, I'll have to do some editing I'm because of our... I'm not worried about it. Some of the conversations. Yes. For sure. Oh. And I don't care if you leave it all in there, but... The public, you know the public can only handle so much truth. Yes, and especially if it doesn't fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't need you don't need the headaches. I'm serious. Hmm. If you want to do something one of these days, we'll go down some rabbit holes. We can chase it till it's milk dry. Yeah. But that's where you choose your topic you want to talk about, and then it's going to branch from there. But yeah. But that's where you're. You got to be concerned about your fan base, not mine. I'm trying, and I've been thinking about that for the last probably four weeks. What, since I talked to you about it? You're... Yeah, about the fan base. Because how I how, how I envision us, Margie and I, as a couple, is just being as raw and authentic as we are, we like to have fun. We, we are serious at times and we bring on guests with different unique perspectives. Mm -hmm. And if that perspective offends you, then you don't need that's to be. Life. Well, that's yeah. life. That's life. I, I can't be where everything is. Oh, great. All the time because that's inauthentic. And it's like I was talking about earlier, you have all these leadership books thousand different ways to get to the top and it's written by a thousand different people and so from that point you need to kind of carve out your own way and to a certain extent just getting everybody's along. got their own opinion yeah this yeah. is how you need to do it those who can do those who can't teach 
those who can do it, those who can't, write a book. I'm leave that in. I don't care, yeah. but it's it's true. Yeah, I can sit down and write a book. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to tell you ain't gonna come right out on paper. Yeah, unless you're walking right beside me learning. Yeah, they're calling you. That's probably email. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's email. That's good. Yeah, I like that. But but like but it's that's gonna if you put that out there, that's gonna offend the book writers or these research people or. Oh, I love tweaking psychiatrists and stuff like that. I can get them so warped in the way of thinking. It's like I could get you just so riled up right now. It'd be pathetic. Well, we should try that. Want to get you riled up? Yeah. Well, you're a Trump supporter, right? So there's different levels of... I know. Okay, okay. But yes, I'm, I'm conservative. That's not what I asked. Oh, am I trying for you? Yes. Yeah. It's, this is just simple yes or no questions. Yes. yes. If you can't handle the truth, get out. Yes or no? True. Yes. <laughs> you can't even answer simple. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worried about your neighbors? On either side of me. Yes or no? Yes. Have they ever done anything wrong to you? My neighbor, have my neighbors done anything wrong to yes. me? Yes. No. Have you ever done anything wrong to them? No. Why do you work? Yes. That's correct. Do you like work? Yes. If you enjoy what you do, uh-huh. you'll never work a day in your life. So if you have a job, you don't like it. You enjoy what you're doing, it's not a job. See what I'm talking about? You have a job, people uh-huh. think a job, you are confined to that job. But if you love it, you don't have a job. Right. That's what you love, That's it's not a job. Mm-hmm. Stuff I do. It's not a job. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a job. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You just don't think hard enough. You just you're worried about the outer crust all the time. Yeah. But I'm serious. When I asked you if you had a job and you said yes, then you don't like your job. Because hmm. then you brought up that retire just so you can be the grandkids stuff well if you do what you love they'll never get in the way yeah of your the other thing you love yeah your kids your family mm-hmm. see where i'm going with that now mm-hmm. i do it's stupid that's not stupid and, and now that i think about it i would answer that differently because i i don't you didn't know the whole question. Yeah, I was just answering yes or no. Because I and here's my thing, Parker. Is when I think about that, is man, I don't feel like oh, I gotta wake up and go to Chesapeake. 
I wake up with like, man, I got to go in and I, and I literally do, I got to go and, and help. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if I feel like I'm helping and contributing back to a company or people that I'm, I feel like I'm. You feel good about yourself and secure. That's good. Yeah. And I, at the same time, it doesn't matter if I've worked at Chesapeake for 14, 20 years. And when my time comes where they have to make cuts, they're going to have to make cuts. Mm-hmm. Does loyalty matter? I, loyalty is a, a moral type of thing, too. Yes, but business is, business is it's a dollar and cents. Right. So business at that point becomes business. And just like every morning when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. I mean, you just roll out of bed and let's go. Yeah. You don't think. Yeah. But just like with my grandkids, okay, they want to do this. Okay, everything gets put on hold or I'll work it right in the schedule. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And family is everything. If you ain't got family, you ain't got shit. 100%. 100%. Trust me, I'm the only one but left in my family. Well, I got a sister, but. Out of five? Well, that, that's my. Had a sister and uh, three cousins. That was the, the five of us. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I got thrown in jail one time in Dalhart, Texas, and I called dad, told him you know, where I was at, and he said, okay, thanks for letting me know. Click. <laughs> I mean, we got out that night anyway, but I was with another rancher and yeah. a little barroom ball started. It wasn't our fault, but we... Ended it? Yeah. Finished it? The guy, one guy that was there hit a cop by accident, but oh. that's why we all went to jail. Cop grabbed me from behind. He just turned around and, you know, in the barroom ball, anything's free game. Especially someone grabbing you from behind. Yeah. You don't know who he is from right. behind. Right. So, so he hit a cop, and so we went to jail. It was what, four of us and the rancher's daughter all sitting in the cell. Wow. But he called his lawyer, and we got out in a hurry, which is surprising. Generally, up there with that XIT, you get in trouble on the weekend. You're there till Monday. Monday. Yeah. Maybe Tuesday. But wow. telephone call, and we got right out. Yeah. Never had to show up for court or anything else. So whatever happened, it got dropped. <laughs> yeah. And that's the wild side. I got some wild sides. <laughs> what? Uh, you probably have awesome stories, <laughs> wild stories. <laughs> I, I'm boring. I. No, you're not. Yeah, Parker. I've never, never been drunk. Never been. To, I mean, I've never been in a fucking fight. Never. Fights aren't worth it. Well, I know. But. Especially nowadays. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm older than you are. I'd probably win, but I may take a week or two to recoup. <laughs> you would win. That's why there's no odds on favorite. <laughs> it's hands down. It's Old men don't play fair. We'll kill uh, you in a hurry. <laughs> I'm not going to tempt my, like I said on the phone, I'm not going to tempt my fate if it's not my fate to get whooped by Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you a little story. There were four or five boys at the house, you know, high school kids, uh, FFA kids and stuff that were there. And they had boxing gloves. They'd been boxing, and I showed up. And they're, Come on, Mr. Parker, box. And I said, no. And they finally talked me into it. They're 
put a glove on they're trying to put the other glove on my other hand I said I don't I just need one glove I said what do you mean no you gotta have two gloves I said no you got your gloves let's go that kid got ready to box and I just stepped on his foot just went to <laughs> beat the tire out of him put him on the ground tripped him put, he said that's not boxing I said those old men don't play fair <laughs> but stepped on his foot he couldn't go nowhere that's right that's right <laughs> no, no, I just needed one glove that's it <laughs> That's good. You're making me think deeper on things now. That's why I said I can, I can tweak some of these psychiatrists or these heavy thinkers. I can, yeah, I can twist it around just to make them. It's fun then. It's fun. That's why I was ready for some hardball questions. You hadn't asked a hardball question yet. I'm serious. Anything you regret in life? Why? If I ain't done it, let's do it tomorrow. I don't do drugs or, I mean, but I'm just, live life day to day. Let's go. Yeah. Any advice you give your younger self? Hit it just a little harder because I'm not dead yet. Does that make sense? Hit it harder because you're not dead yet. Yeah. I've lived this long, so I should have done it just a little faster. Mm -hmm. Not trying to push myself in the grave, but right. have fun while you can. You're going to die one of these years. Never thought I'd live this long. Yeah. What's the hardest thing about being a rancher? Mother Nature. That's serious. You don't. You see Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. She throws a lot at you. Yeah. And you're a city dweller. You're worried about an icy road, a power outage. How much snow you get. That's just normal life. Yeah. What's your biggest fears? Or how you phrased it? Your younger self. What would you tell your younger self? Take more chances. Don't be afraid. And don't be afraid to fail at trying to let's say become a professional soccer player don't be if uh, don't be afraid to make a, a bad grade and not like i was gonna whoop but the fear of letting my parents down to a certain extent right. I, I didn't like that uh, but yeah i don't i don't i don't fear dying anymore uh, because like on my rant the other day, I don't fear dying. If I, I die, Marty should be, as far as set to live out, should be fine. Uh, as far as finances go, house, food on the table, she'll be able to afford that because I've planned on certain right. things. Uh, so I don't 
don't say I'm satisfied, but I feel, I feel fulfilled in that area. You're, you're comfortable for where you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Always challenging, but... You can get run over by a car struck by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Swallow one of them wide wife. <laughs> i tell you what, I do fear for the man that wants to really fight me, like literally wants to fight me because he might get whooped and I might be going to jail. Okay, you ready? No, not you, sir. <laughs> you just call your police buddies, your state troopers. I need some backup. Man down, man down. You can't get there fast enough. You'd be done with me. <laughs> we'll wrap this thing up. Let's go outside. You've kept me in here too long. All right, let's do this. Um, okay. I got, see, I got you shook up then. What? Come on. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Wait a second, let's get serious here. Okay. Now, let, oop, that's not what I wanted. I hit too many damn buttons. Now, what were you gonna say without laughing? Parker, thank you so much for taking your time to come on our podcast. You're looking at the wrong damn camera. I hope you oh, know that. I <laughs> Parker, wait, I'm talking to you. You're talking to your camera. You're trying to wrap up your dang. I'm not, no, I'm talking to you to wrap it up. So I need to make eye contact. Well, no, you were talking to that to start with. Well, I was gonna ask so you. what are you we doing? Okay, I'm, Parker, thank you so much for taking your time. <laughs> See, so I got you <laughs> Not even trying. <laughs> See how easy that is? I could have done that the whole thing. Parker, thank you so much for taking your time to come on our podcast. You're welcome. I got two more questions for you. Uh Uh-oh. One question, if you don't mind looking at the camera. Jeff Parker, do you approve this podcast? Yes, I do. My name is Wong Lam. I love freedom. Mr. Parker loves freedom. He does it the the Wong way. It's always the Wong way. (laughs) There's not a right way. (laughs) And how do people get in touch with you? Oh, well... Well, I got. I guess I have a website. Yeah, website. That's how I had to do it. Uh, got a stupid Twitter account. You can call, email, text. I don't know. We'll post all that on there. That's a, I'm not. I don't handle all that stuff. Okay. Well, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Appreciate your time and your friendship. <laughs> Enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's go outside. You want to do a plank challenge? You don't think I can do it, but. I truly hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a defining moment or moments you would like to share, please reach out to me. I would love to visit with you about it and share it with the world on a podcast. Here's how to find me. Visit my website, www.definingmomentspod.com. Subscribe to Defining Moments Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this show, I would be extremely honored if you gave us a review. This helps boost this podcast so more people can find it. Go out and be a positive influence today, every day. Make someone smile. My name is Wong Lam, and I approve this podcast.